What's, What's up, up Kanyas? It's, it's your Kanyas sisters, back with another episode where we break taboos, not hearts. What's up, Kanyas? What's up? Happy Monday! Good morning. Today is the day for a great day. Oh, shut up! <laughs> so, Briscoe, what's today's word of the day? Good question, Grisella. This week's word of the day is... Kamusta. What does kamusta mean? In literal translation, it means how are you? But mostly used as a hello. hello. When you say hello or hi, you just say kamusta. Just like how Aussies naturally say how are you. So you just kamusta. Okay, lad. Ah. So when you see a Filipino or someone you want to speak Tagalog, to be like, kamusta. Yeah. Oh. Alright. Alright, moving forward, in this week's episode, we're going to be talking about Filipino culture in terms of respect, especially respect for our elders. So, yes, I think sir. most commonly, um, one thing that I think is very big in Filipino culture is blessing, which I think the Tagalog word, word for it is manot. Is that right, Priska? Yeah. Blessing or the mano, it's mostly for people who are older than you, like your aunties mm. or your grandparents, mostly. So people who are like... And your parents, I feel like. Yeah, and your and your parents. And like... Yeah. Mostly like that middle age. It, you're not going to bless someone who's like two years older than you or three years older than you. No. Like, or a year. I don't go blessing Chrisella, you know. <laughs> Usually when you do it, you do it when you arrive at their house or when you see them or when, when you greet them. Yeah. As a sign of respect. But I feel like as time goes by, it's not as prominent anymore. Mm. When I remember when I went home, I didn't even do it to my aunties. Like I only did it to the grandmas of the family and like the elders of the family. That's when I mostly did it. Or other people's parents. But I don't do it to yeah my parents or my aunties. Uh, okay. No, I actually read an article um, and it was just saying like usually the menor or like blessing is two generations above you, mm. which I didn't know if was true or false or if that's what it is traditionally because, you know, I still bless my mom every time I see her and like mm. all my aunts and uncles and stuff. I think it's very different in Australia because you don't, or me personally, I don't know who to do it for. Like, I do, but then I'm like, oh, but, like, do they have that expectation? Or, like, do they think I'm too whitewashed that I just don't do it? You know, and I'm just like, oh, I'm kind of whatever about it. So I understand the idea of blessing slash the monot is dying down in Australia. I don't know what it is in the Philippines. Because I know that my family's very strict on it. Mm. It's also a bit mixed signal here in Australia. Because... Yeah, exactly, right? You would do it, and then some Filipinos or some aunties or uncles, they'll be like, I don't do it, you're... you're gonna make me old because it's a sign of respect for elderly, elderly people, people. Yeah. yeah exactly and so what i've decided to do is just do it anyway if they want they don't want it i'll take note but at the same time i've shown you my respect that's me to start with yeah but if they think it's gonna make them old i'm just like okay mm. showing respect for you is not gonna make you old yeah but yeah it's so funny because like you know they don't want to feel old but it's, it's i think that's where the line is it's like you're trying to show respect as a part of the culture mm. so like you know us going up to people who you know you would typically bless to and them saying like oh no it's definitely a mixed signal because you start to second guess yourself as well mm. like i know that there are some of my filipino friends parents like, i don't bless them just because like either i've already mm. 
if I've already seen them like multiple times when I've never blessed them because I didn't like know they were like my friend's parents, I would just not bless them anymore, like at all. Because mm-hmm. we've already like passed that that buffer stage. Whereas if I yeah. start blessing them from the very start, I'm like, yeah, okay, I've got this. Um, you know, I've just got this persona to upkeep, I guess. Mm. Consistency. Mm. Yeah, my mom. Yeah, my mom's very strict with it though, because like every time I say my mom has short-term memory loss, because like I will bless my mom when I come in or whenever I see her, and then like two minutes later she's like, "Did you bless me?" And then she'll like put her right hand out for me to bless, and I'm like, "Yeah, I did, but I'll do it again." Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah, your mom's one of my main ones that like to make sure to bless. Oh really? Uh, yeah, Goro. <laughs> That's so funny. I can see yeah. how your mom's big on it, but fair enough, honestly. Yeah, even yeah. when we go to like parties and whatnot, like Filipino parties, she's like, "Did you bless? Did you bless?" And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> "You just because like I don't know if you've ever gone to a Filipino party and your mom is like, oh, this is my daughter, and she's like super proud, and you're like, oh hi, yeah, you know, and you have to like bless everyone, and then they're like, oh my gosh, mm. you know, and then they." I don't know. I, I think it's, I don't know if it's big in every culture, but like I noticed when I was growing up, my mom was super like, this is my daughter. And she'd put me on a pedestal. Yeah. Th- Yo, that's every parent. Cause they're showing what they've achieved. Yeah. It's like, this is my daughter. She's part of a cheerleading team. This is my daughter. She does this. This is yeah, my yeah. daughter. She's graduated this. And then you have to bless. Mm, yeah, exactly. You're like, it's like the cherry on top. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Like, Hello, yeah. You're the it gal. But you know, like, blessing and the manor is like for people who are older than you in terms of like aunties uncles and like parents and especially grandparents so like Mm. with that there's like no age limit i think what helps when people like to not let the the culture die or that like the blessing die is to teach kids at young age Mm, yeah especially like our mixed filipino friends like i can understand why they were never taught it but i think you know we're we're fully filipino that like we're taught at a young age and it's always been like something instilled in us Mm. like priscilla would you teach your kids to bless oh for sure for sure i think in terms of traditions in the philippines i want to be able to teach my children as close to it as possible because being close to your roots is the best thing that can be yeah another thing that i remembered that showed me that this tradition was dying down was i met one of my co-workers wife she's half filipino and her mom was with her and i happened to see them at the shopping center and i said hi to them and then i mano her mom i was like hi po tita yeah. and she's quite old and then her face lit up and she was like oh it's like she was so surprised that i knew how to mano yeah and I feel like that's most for our elderly people now that like they're so surprised when young people actually know how to do it. Yeah, especially in a different country. Yeah. And you're like, no, hashtag Filipino. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely something I would teach my children for sure. Yeah. Non-negotiable. Fair enough. I think it's just good, like, you know, especially us being a part of this podcast and like being mm. Filipino, we still want to be tied to our culture like isn't that the whole reason why we've started this but like i feel like it's also each to their own like especially like my friends who are half filipino and you know if we have children one day if they'll be fully filipino like again each to their own it's up to them what if you know your future father that you have a child with has a very another like strong culture like mm. you'd have to teach that child like two different ones which mm. is also a vibe like i wouldn't say it's the worst thing in the world for someone not to know it as a filipino but it Mm. it is nice i can see like how someone can appreciate that and still love the culture of the philippines yeah another thing that 
I believe is a very important sign of respect. Very common honorific that was shown is bo. Oh yeah, saying like oppo. Yeah, oppo or like when you're talking and you use bo at the end of your sentences or whatever you say, it pretty much means please in yeah in general. Please and thank you in a way. It's generally used for people who are again older than you. Isn't it like another way to say yes as well? Like it's a response to like say oppo. Yes. Yeah, oppo is different from po. Oppo is a respectful, very respectful way of saying yes. So it'd be like if you're talking to your mom or your aunties, again the elderly people, to respectfully say yes, you say oppo, and then po is police, like saying it in the end of your sentences to show respect, mm. and usually again used for your aunties. Elderly people, uncles, yeah. grandma, grandpa, mom, dad. When you're saying something, you'll be like, oh, thank you, but like, oh, thank you, like very much, like with respect. Yeah. And yeah, usually you use it, yeah. Or you use it when you meet new people who you don't know what their age are, or like just to be polite and be kind. Yeah. You sh- you say, but be like, oh, hi, hi, but how are you, but? Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, one thing that I feel like I've seen and understood is that in Filipino culture, family is so important in it. Like, I don't like Mm. I get it when like my Filipino friends can't like move out of home because of like family and like not tarnishing their family connection and stuff, even though maybe living in that home is not the most healthy environment for them. And I think that ties back to like how we're always taught, even in the culture itself, there's always like going to be respect for your elders. Mm. and like yeah. that stems from the importance of family in filipino culture yeah so like when you when we like do things like blessing and the mono and like saying poor or poor and stuff like i think there's a huge emphasis on respect for elders because i remember also like i think like like that's all the that, that's all the good stuff like that's all the positive stuff but i don't know when you were younger and you'd like argue with your mom and then she'd be like respect your elder you know Oh, LG, bruh. They always pull that card, but like, listen to your elders. Literally. Even to your aunties, when they're, they could be saying the most disrespectful, useless, unhinged, unhinged stuff. They'd be like, nah, respect your elders. You know? Yeah, even when they're wrong, they're just so bad with admitting that they're wrong. Yeah, literally. It's like they say stuff and then they will like go against what they're saying, and you're just like, huh? Yeah. Sorry, what? <laughs> so I think that's like the the little like other side of it. Yeah, I think so. Cause like I totally vibe the whole blessed and but not saying a poor. Like that's like the culture. But then they mix it up sometimes with oh, but respect your elder when when it's an argument when it's the benefit, mm. you know. Yeah. And I think that's one way. It's one way you should not twist it. Yeah, and I think that's something you need to be able to recognize and learn individually and person or personally because at the same time there's respect for your elders and your you know your aunties uncles tita tito your ate kuya but there is a point where you need to be able to draw boundaries as well where it's respecting you that i think that's one thing that i personally found hard to learn and i know from multiple friends Mm. they also found it hard to draw boundaries with aunties especially when they start to dip into your own life and they're like oh why are you doing this you should do this do that and just like Mm. okay but yeah of course do it with respect don't be like yeah no i'm kidding yeah don't be disrespectful about it for sure yeah it's good but I think that, like, Filipinos are very loyal to their family, as are in other cultures, but 
this is another thing that I notice in Filipino culture is that Filipinos are so loyal to their family. So the elderly like live in homes of their children or their grandchildren to be taken care of. And like the nursing home business yeah. in the Philippines is almost non-existent. That's it. Like by having the elderly live at home, you are respecting their value in like family. Mm. So I don't know if you've ever been like argued with or told like, or had this expectation that you as like one of the child or the child of your mom or your parents or whatever, that you are the retirement plan that you like, you know, I've been in arguments with my mom and she'd be like, you're going to send me to a nursing home, aren't you? And I'm like, bro. (laughs) Where my mom said the same thing. I'm like, no, you have three beautiful daughters. We're not going to send you to a nursing home. Yeah. They're scared of being lonely. And of course, they're scared of being sent to a nursing home. Yeah, but still like, yeah, they definitely are. But it's definitely, yeah, a pretty much a big respect to take care of your parents. Yeah. When they grow older, because especially, you know, they brought you up their whole life. And it's like the little way to give back. Yeah. I also feel like because they're coming from the Philippines and going to an Eastern country and in this example, Australia, nursing homes are very common. Like we see them everywhere. Like typically a lot of Filipinos are nurses and sometimes are nurses in nursing homes. So they already see that side of like being old and like that's probably their biggest nightmare is that their children send them to nursing homes. Yeah. I know that I'm going to take care of my mom. But I also do feel like nursing homes sometimes are beneficial for people with that needs extensive care. Yeah, that's you know, like, yeah, that's the difference. If there's if there's a type of care that you're not able to provide, mm. then yeah, definitely send them to a nursing home. But if it's something you can do and you're capable of, keep your parents. Yeah, because I know that my mom she currently works at a facility where they have about ten residents, and most of them have either a disability or you know have dementia or like of old age and my mom was saying how she doesn't ever like she can have anything just as long as it's not dementia because she knows Mm. how hard it is to take care of people with dementia dementia. Mm. and now i was like i hope so too but if you do we got you like it'll be Mm. challenging of course but we, we have her back yeah but yeah hearing her say those words i'm like don't worry about it we got you you're not going yeah to a nursing home and i'm pretty sure like when you oh i'm not sure actually but <laughs> i think when you have dementia do you not think that you won't know that you have dementia oh yeah you definitely don't know that you have dementia hopefully not definitely hopefully not but yeah the closest thing i think of like sending my mom somewhere is back to the philippines because she did say that she wants to retire in the philippines and we have a house in the Philippines and I have aunties in the Philippines. So I was like, if you want to retire there, sure. But like, we'll visit you often, but we will be here. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that's her dream is retiring in the Philippines with a lavish life. Mm, I could go on and on about my, what my mom's retirement plan is or what I think it should be. But we'll save that one for another episode. <laughs> Stay tuned. But tying back to um, respect, you've probably heard us use the terms tita and tito very often in our previous episodes and that is some terminologies that we use for our aunts and uncles so tita for uh, like aunt and tito for our uncles Uncle. um we use those just because like one it is a sign of respect 
and it is inspired by the Spanish culture. Like when we say Filipina and Filipino, that's like A is for female, O is for male. Um, some other ones that like we also use is Lola and Lolo. So like that's for our grandmother and grandfather. I actually do notice that this is something that's very common in other cultures. Like in some form of European culture, they say Nona and Nono. Oh. Yeah. So I know that that one is something that we all have in common, I guess. Yeah, something I mostly noticed that from is, yeah, Spanish people. Like, niña, niño, and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um. So one different one that I feel like is different, but like, you know, the concept of saying tita, lola, is ate en cuya. So like, mm-hmm. this is something that a lot of my friends don't get because when I introduce my oldest sister to my friends, oh, I, I say like, oh, this is Ate Grisa because I've always had to call her by her by saying Ate and then her name or her nickname, which is Krisa. So I say Ate Krisa. And then my sister will be like, oh, my name's Krisa, right? And then she'll introduce because like a lot of my friends who aren't Filipino, she'll just straight away be like, oh, my name's Krisa, right? Mm. And then my friends will be like, why are you calling her Ate Krisa? What's that extra like word? And it's literally just means for like older sister. Yes, yeah, sister. Like the translation. But it's actually not just used for older siblings who are female you use it for like older female cousins like i guess like significantly older female friends or even just new people that you've met and you're not sure what their name is or like to show respect you're like hi at there like and there could be a random it could literally be anyone yeah even when you go like shopping in the philippines and like you need to help yeah or assistance yeah. from from like an employee, you just say like I out there, like can I please have some help or something? Yeah, or like yeah, just instant show of respect. That's why I got so yeah. surprised when we got to Australia and I heard kids calling their parents by their names. Mm. I'm like, sorry, what? It still blows my mind. I kind of get it. Obviously, I've always said my mom, like mom. My mom hates it when I use the word mother, <laughs> and I would never even dare to think to call her like by her first name. But, like, I actually get it, like, when, like, my Caucasian friends use their parents' first names when they're, like, older. Like, they kind of, like, mix it up. Yeah. I've never called my mom by the first name. Mm. Always mama or ma or mudra or mother earth. (laughs) (laughs) I think it depends because, like, especially when you're as, like, a growing professional. Because, like, I see it all the time, like, at work especially when they introduce me to their, like, parents. Like, you don't really, when you're at, like, a work function you don't say oh mom mom you know you say you call them by their first name in like those kinds of settings as well mm. but yeah out there and then queers for like older brother or like again older male cousin and whatnot i think what's what i think is hard is finding that line between like is this person a queer or a tito oh or is this person an ate or a tita I go with the safe bet and just say kuya, but I feel like when it comes to males, they're more yeah. they're more or less sensitive as to what you call them, whether it's a kuya or a tito. Mm. I think it's more with the females. That's when they're like, I'm not a tita, I'm an ate, you know? <laughs> yeah, there's just always that fine line. Because like, for example, Prisca and I know this one person and I now call him Tito Jim, but like I hear other people calling him kuya Jim and I'm like, what the heck? Mm. Which one is it? You know what I mean? I think it depends on you and your age. If you're much younger than them, it'd be Tito. But if you're close to age, you'd be like Kuya. Yeah. Because I know the people that call him Kuya are people who are close of age to him, who are much older than us. 
but then there's also like a relationship thing as well like Ooh. especially this person he he like i think there's a level of like your relationship if they like see you as an equal they're kind of like oh no like call me kuya because he's told me that before and i'm just like oh but you know that's where i'm like where's the line mm. Technically, right, Lynn is the eldest between us, and I've never once called her Ate Lynn. Same. So, like, there's that as well. Like, friends, like, you don't, even if they're, like, have an, a larger age gap, I wouldn't be like, oh, Ate Lynn, you know? Yeah. Mm. I don't call her Ate. I don't even call you Ate. So, like, ends up. Yeah. Here's another one that, you know, you could probably have, you could provide some clarity on. You know, when I go to the Philippines and we go to, like, you know, how we were saying, when we need assistance in a shopping center or in a store omg we always call out like ate or kuya when we need assistance but like my mom or like my parents and my uncles and aunts they say oh dong dong what's that you know they that's more common in visayan people which is visaya is another dialect in the philippines yeah that my parents speak. and yeah instead of ate kuya they say dong dai which is like but is that for like younger people though like yeah 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 i was gonna say yeah yeah it's like ate kuya but for younger people used by elderly people yeah yeah so dong is for males and dai is for females yeah but yeah that is correct it is for younger people whereas we would come off in that setting being like ate kuya mm. do, do you does your mom use that when she goes to philippines or your family or is that like strictly just beside people my family don't. We mainly speak Tagalog. And we don't, yeah, we've never. But here in Warwick, a lot of Filipinos here are Visayan. They speak Visaya. They refer to a lot of people, Dong Dai. Like, I've been called Dai, yeah. Right. But Dai, like, help me with this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Dong. Uh, I think there's also, wait, wait, what's, is Ninang? What's Ninang again? Oh, Ninang and Ninong. Yeah. Ninang and Ninong is godmother and godfather. Uh, yeah. So Ninang is godmother and Ninong is godfather. Yeah. So in the Philippines, we have a lot of godmothers. So here in Australia, you only have one. Hey, in the Philippines, yo, if you're there during the christening, you're a Ninang and a Ninong. So that means you gotta take care of the child, man. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but yeah, we have a lot of ninangs and ninong. It's mm. not just one person, like over here. Well, yeah, I think it depends where you're born, though. Because when I, I was born in the Philippines, and I have, like, godparents in the Philippines. But when I got, like, Christian in Australia, I had one. Mm. Right? Like, one godmother, one godfather. So, like, two people. Oh, man, I think... <laughs> One of the main things that I remember, the roles of Ninang and Ninongs are gifting you gifts when it comes to Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Are you a godparent, Prisca? Oh, yeah. I have Yeah, I have a couple. You have Good a couple? Thing. And I was 12 when I left. You have yeah. a couple? Oh, my God. I was 12 when I left. And I was like, good thing I didn't grow up any much older over there or I would have a lot. Yeah. Now they're like, your ina anak, which is your godchild, is here or like they've grown. Yeah. And sometimes they ask for things, but that's all right. But yeah. You gotta support them. Oh my gosh. Yeah, girl. I'm waiting for my cousins to start popping out children and they're gonna be asking me. I remember when I went home and you know the Clark, not Clark people, but the sales people and they referred to you as hello mom or hello sir. Oh yeah. Again, I think that's like as an employee, that's another sign of respect. Yeah, or if they don't know. And they say, oh, hi mom. Yeah. You know, I also read, cause you know, I do so much research. <laughs> But, you know, the Philippines, especially it's, the customer service in the Philippines is, like, amazing. Like, I, I hear it a lot from, like, my friends who've been or, like, tourists that, like, Philippines is 
a country like worth going to especially for its culture but also it's like respect and customer service because like you will be well taken care of when you go shopping i feel like yeah yeah like everyone's willing to help and you know even when you're trying on shoes you're you're never the one to put the shoes on your feet never yeah yeah it's like what size mom sir and then they put it on you and then they get it yeah and i also feel like there's like one person every like 10 meters yeah like they're just standing in the in the aisles like the clothing aisles and like they can all see each other and they're all talking and stuff but like when you when you said about the shoes it reminded me of that time i i I was trying to get a pair of shoes and i needed a different size and then he only had to tell this person 15 10 meters away from him and they told the next person (laughs) and it was like a train of like passing on the Mm, chain of command Chirot. nah they don't have the fancy um, mic things that's why <laughs> like you can just be like hey can I get a size 10 yeah but I think that stems from just us being naturally very hospitable to people and respectful yeah so I feel like that just comes out yeah if you guys want to go shopping shop in the Philippines huh? go to another country <laughs> for sure go to SM but also check out the markets oh yeah the Divisoria the palenques straight vibes but no i feel like philippine culture has a huge emphasis on family and respect for our elders whether that is family or just in general even in public settings yeah i think there's definitely a huge emphasis on respecting your elders sometimes that can hit you in the back when you have an argument and someone says respect your elders i feel like i know that that's not just a filipino thing where people say oh respect your elders that really turns off young people to respect your elders because that's their only argument when they're trying to voice their opinions. But I think the core part of it is showing respect. Yeah. I hope you guys learned something new today. Yes, sir. Again, thank you for being with us. But But I hope you guys learned something new. I hope you have figured out if my age is an ate seller or a tita seller. OMG. Joke (laughs) lag. It's actually a Lola seller. (laughs) No, not yet, not yet, not yet. Maybe Linsa Lola. Not yet. Yeah. But. Yeah, I hope you guys learned something new. Um, You know, if you're half Filipino or you're not Filipino, but, you know, people who are Filipino, definitely give that blessing a try. Because, you know, you might get some shocking results, shocking reactions. If you whip that out, that's like 10 brownie points, yeah? Especially if you're trying to date a Filipino. Do it. Yes. We will definitely talk about blessing when you're dating a Filipino in a future episode. And I hope you guys are keen to look out for that one. And a little reminder of this week's word of the day. The word of the day is... Kamusta? Meaning, how are you? Yes. And with that, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Tune in next time. With love, your your Konyo Konyo sisters. sisters. Before we head off, we would like to acknowledge and pay respects to Australia's Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples, the traditional custodians of the lands, the waterways and the sky all across Australia. We thank you for sharing and caring for the land we are able to learn, pay respect to our elders, past, present and emerging, and we share our friendship and our kindness. Please note that the topics discussed on this podcast is general discussion and should not be construed as personal. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a negative outlook on topics raised, but to rather openly converse in a safe space free of judgment and criticism. 
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the traditional culture of the Philippines, nor do we speak for all Filipinos. We hope to take this podcast as a familiar space for our viewers and if you would like to reach out, you can find us on our Instagram and TikTok at Konya Convos or via our email konyaconvos at outlook.com.